Thursday afternoon with uh, Gloria Estefan, also part of Miami Sound Machine. That song there is called Reach. It was the anthem, um, inverted commas I suppose, but official song for the 1996 Olympic Games held in Atlanta in the US. Um, very popular song around the time as well. And Gloria Estefan, pretty much a kickback to yesteryear, if we're perfectly honest, even though we're only thinking not quite 30 years. Uh, Nigel Woodhead, farming in South Otago. How's things? How are we doing, Andy? Yeah, things are going pretty good, actually. Yeah, Gloria Estefan, does that name resonate with you at all? Oh, it's a name I, I, I know, but I wouldn't have said it resonated with me much, to be fair. But I definitely do have sort of memories of the 96... Olympics, I would have been eight. So, you know, primary school, I think we, we covered it and we all come home with, you know, we all made medals and this and that and, you know, it's a big thing for primary school kids. So, yeah, definitely have memories of, of, of the Olympics in Atlanta, Atlanta yeah. Uh, what's happening on farm anyway? Sounds like it's everything is all go. Uh, it is all go, actually, yep. So we're in the yards today, Dan, Dan's giving me a hand with crutching some tutus and fortus, so if you can hear some... Some uh, background ambience, yes. Background, that's what's happening. <laughs> um, and yeah, what else is happening? The diggers here, still, we're still clearing more gorse. Uh, we've got a few trees going in uh, next month sometime into some gorsey ground and some rough stuff. So um, the diggers still here flat out doing that. And yeah, it's, she's all happening. It's, it's good. It's good to see things, you know, positive things, but the development with the, with the digger and the user looking not too bad. and um, yeah, happy days. Just that time of year where it's almost a holding pattern, isn't it? Waiting for spring. Kinda, but at the same time, we are flat out. <laughs> we got, we've got Dad and I just earlier this week started on three k's of fencing to fence all oh, these right. gullies off for, for trees. So oh we wow! Got to get, got to get that started. We've only just finished the first lot of fencing, which was for the um, another forestry block that was harvested last year. We had to refence some of it. So yeah, I think. We've got about, uh, what is it, about 1,000 posts in the ground this, this winter. And Far out. I think we just, we, we just picked up our third pallet of netting yesterday. Or There's another two still to come. And, yeah, no, it's, um, there's a lot happening all in, all in one time. But it's, it's good because it's just good to get it smashed out. And then, um, yeah, we can sit back and watch some trees grow, hopefully. Just a lazy 3Ks. Well, that, yeah, like I say, 3Ks, that's, that's what's still to go before the trees go on the ground. Yeah. So it's on top of a couple prior. But anyway, no, it's good. It's real good. It's, um, I love fencing, so I don't, I'm not whinging about it for a second. And um, it's just trying to, you know, usually it's finding time to do that sort of thing in amongst stock work and things. And we're sort of at the stage now where it's like, oh, I've got to go and do some stock work because, um, yeah, you, the farm's still got to run, doesn't it? Hey, Nigel, touch on this. Uh, come out the last day or so, New Zealand Functional Foods which was planning to build a $50 million factory north of Invercargill um, regarding oat milk or oat juice, whatever you want to call it. Um, they've canned it because basically saying logistically it's not going to work. Being down in the southern region, they're looking at Canterbury as an alternative. Um, you can understand the merits, but you know it's frustrating as, frustrating as a Southlander trying to develop infrastructure when this occurs, isn't it? Oh, it's a hell of a shame. Yeah, you know, like that, that sort of thing, 50 million bucks. Isn't to be sniffed at, and you know, um, investment like that in, in the regions exactly what we need. So yeah, real, real shame. Um, if I if I put my cropping man hat on, I mean, you know, Canterbury grows some pretty good oats. There's a few oat growers up there too, so it'll, um, yeah, I can understand it from a business point of view for them doing it up there. But yeah, real shame for Southland, and yeah, instead of 
you know, all the all the oat growers putting the oats on a truck and sending them to Cargill, they might have to send them to, to Canterbury, which is an added cost and a bit of extra headache. Because it's just on a year ago that the then Minister for Regional Development, Stuart Nash, one of these former ministers, seems to be a few of them lately. <laughs> you know, take your pick. Pick a minister, any minister more or less. But um, a $6 million government-backed loan for the project from the Regional Strategic Partnership Fund was allocated. I, th- I think you can kind of relate this to the to the um, the cycling drone in Invercargill. And all of a sudden one came up in Cambridge. Invercargill was flavour of the month, but... It was so expensive to get here, and as soon as it perked up in the Waikato, it was the same kind of thing, just a lot more centre for a lot of people. Yeah, it's, it's the, the better we face being at the bottom of the world, I suppose, and then you know you put in the cargo at the bottom of the country, it's at the bottom of the world. It's um, yeah, it's a bit of a it's a tough one, but at the same time, I don't know I don't know if you you know most people in Southland wouldn't change it for anything. It's that's the beauty of Southland, and you know, I mean yeah, I'm South Otago, so we can almost claim it, but. Yeah, you know, it's, it's a pretty good grass-growing region, and yeah, you know, it has its benefits as well. So, um, yeah, but a bit of a shame to see you know, a big investment like that and a big something that would have pumped a lot of money into South and disappearing. But at the same time, we've got it pretty good down here, really. I think. It was like a conversation I had talking about this with somebody yesterday, and we correlated it back to the Castle Rock Airport proposal by Basil Walker back in 1994. And if this had occurred. That would have been massive for Northern Southland or just Southland as a whole, but it never got off the ground. And apparently it got into the serious stages, but alas, it didn't occur. But just imagine it, going up to Lumsden to fly out to New York or London or somewhere, that'd be really random, wouldn't it? It would be. I, I, I can't imagine it'd be particularly easy to make that business case work. But, I mean, look, they're talking about putting an international airport at Terrace of all places. I yeah. wouldn't have thought the business case for that, for, for that would work either. But you know, people with bigger brains than me are working on it. Yeah, just uh, Central Otago region, by the sounds of it, just going gangbusters. Like, they're almost immune in Central Otago to this housing uh, downturn, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, well, it's, a pl- it's definitely a place to be. And, you know, there's, there's so much happening up there, you know, like um, even all the cherry development around Terrace and between Terrace and Cromwell, you know, there's huge amounts of money being pumped in and, and obviously a huge amount of um, earning potential up there. So, yeah, and it's definitely a good spot. But that said, I quite like it as a holiday spot. Young Farmers wrap-up from a couple of weeks ago. You went to Timaru. Um, I watched it on the live stream. Fantastic event. Just a pity it's not on TV, isn't it? We need to push for this for next year. Yeah, it is, it is a shame it's on, not on TV. But I'm probably going to take a slightly different tack to a lot of people in that, you know, because I've been inside the inside the fence, I have a bit of an understanding. It's not all it's cracked up to be being on TV. Yeah, you know, If you look at long-term TV viewership, it's actually on the way down. And if you look at online viewership, it's on the way up. So if we want to um, you know, future-proof contest, you look at long-term trends, you know, online's probably the place it needs to be. Very <laughs> mindful that this year the live stream was an absolute debacle. So not, yeah. putting, you know, not putting that to a side for a second. I mean, there's definitely... I, I don't know what was going on in the background there, but, yeah, absolute debacle. If you're going to put something online, you've... Got to make it. Got to make the effort to make sure people can actually watch it. Um, my understanding is the last time it was on live TV, it was in Dunedin, and oh, the last time the grand final was in Dunedin, and it cost a hundred grand. Now, if contest has got a hundred grand up their sleeve to do stuff, I think they could probably invest it in places that would give them a better bang for buck than being on TV. Um, and yeah, it was on live TV that night, and it actually wasn't 
a great event to be at because every five minutes you start yarning to someone or you start having a beer and then the, then the producer walks across the stage and says, everyone be quiet and action. And then you're back on TV and you're not allowed to talk, you're not allowed to clink glasses, you're not allowed to walk to the toilet, you're not allowed to do anything. As a celebration event, it wasn't that flash. So somewhere in there is a, is a happy medium where it's like we can have a celebration of event and we can promote young farmers and how awesome young farmers is to the masses but I'm not convinced that TV is, is the answer. And, you know, we spend a lot of time talking to a lot of TV networks and a lot of funders. We talk to the TV networks and, and they'd say, oh, you get the funding and come and talk to us. And you go and talk to funders and they say, well, get a network on board and come and talk to us. So no one, no one was interested in it from a TV point of view. So I think online's the way to go, but they just have to sharpen it up. If you're going to do it online, it has to be good. It has to be able to be... Um, people at home have to be able to see it. And like I say, last week, there's no excuses for that. That was a debacle. Interesting thoughts, Nigel. As always, appreciate your time. We get back to the crutching. No worries. Thanks, Andy. Nigel Woodhead there, farming in South Otago. Up next, before we wrap up, we'll catch up with Logan Savory. Talk a bit of sport.